Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. You know how fast you're going? What? How fast you're going? I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast. If you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot. Leave now. Run in your safe space. Get your little cloth for your tears. All the opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and his guest and do not reflect the opinions of any local or government agency. Welcome to Motor Car Conference Podcast. I'm your host, Iceman. <clears throat> A little extra one put out. We got so much crime here in Louisiana. We're going to start out with our housekeeping as usual. We're going to say uh, thanks to our crew members, Mr. Hoppy Hoppison, Mr. Christopher DeMars, Z Palmer, Miss Laura Stimson, Roy Spaulding, not Roy with the P, oh, JoJo from Down Under, Miss Kaylee Norris, Natasha A, and the OG Melissa Holstein. We appreciate y'all, and uh, hope y'all enjoying the uh, extra content y'all get over there. Uh, don't forget that if you want some cigars, go to MyPatriotCigars.com. Use promo code MOTORCOP15, get 15% off your entire order. Uh, go like and subscribe, write us a review. Follow us on Facebook. Uh, you can join the Patreon if you would like to also. Uh, I don't know if y'all listened to the uh, last episode with uh, Keelan Darby. This is a shirt right here. Uh, I say it's up here. Where did I put it? Oh, it's right here. Shirt's right here. I made this shirt for... Uh, for him it says free William Darby. That's the back of it. The front of it front of it says I stand with William Ben Darby and the same logo. That's their thing. Uh all profits made from this shirt will go directly towards uh be donated towards uh his uh legal fund, which is close to two hundred thousand. So hopefully uh the appeals goes through and he gets out. Uh like I said, if not go check that episode out. It was a real good episode. His wife was on there. She is uh, in law enforcement also herself. So, I hope everyone had a good Christmas. Uh, New Year's coming up. Uh, go make your resolutions. I'm not making a resolution because I never keep that shit. So, <laughs> do what I do. Uh, we got our live show coming up tomorrow. Uh, 
the box told me today he was going to be here. Uh, we'll see how Freebird's feeling, if he's going to come in or not. Uh, maybe we'll call him in or not. Uh, he's he's getting better. Just It's a slow process on him. So y'all tune in tomorrow because we do have an update on uh, Precious. Y'all been listening. Y'all know who Precious is. So we're going to get into it. Uh, this first one is all Louisiana stories. So I hope you're liking some Louisiana shit. They are. Sorry. Didn't have a brain fart. I actually. <laughs> uh, text from uh, Steve Gould popped up there a second. This guy right here. It's from Baton Rouge. For here, this fella. He is a serial robber. And I don't think they mean Lucky Charms or Captain Crunch or anything like that. Uh, if y'all are making comments, I have some reasons telling me there's an error. And I uh, can't see the comments. So, don't think I'm ignoring y'all. I don't know why. Just saying it's an error. Loading the comment. So, if y'all are commenting, I can't see it. Anyway, the police arrested this man right here. He is accused of uh, five different armed robberies uh, throughout the Baton Rouge area. His name is uh, Mr. Kevin Johnson. He is 55 years old. He looks a little older than 55. He's uh, accused of committing multiple armed robberies. On November the 20th, saying he uh, robbed a Dollar General store on Florida Boulevard, the Podnes Barbecue on South Sherwood Forest Boulevard, a Smoothie King on Florida Boulevard, the Kangaroo Express on Millerville, and a Baskin Robbins on Florida Boulevard. Uh, I guess he he was just he was just fucking robbing shit like crazy. Just a lot of these uh, cheaper areas too. I guess uh, I don't know why. But he was. he was. He was hitting them cheap areas up. So. He was booked into East Baton Rouge Parish Prison for uh, five different counts of armed robbery. And. Uh, they caught him with uh, using license plate reader cameras. Uh, so. So he he only got about two thousand two hundred dollars from all five of these different places. I guess that's what happened when you're robbing the Dollar General and stuff like that. I do know that armed robbery in Louisiana carries up to ninety nine years. Up to you can get ninety nine years for it. So if that happens, he is uh he can get only close to five hundred years if he gets convicted on all five of these. Uh, that's a lot of time for twenty two hundred dollars worth of crap. That uh, you know, like I said, it's, it's just ridiculous. Like twenty two hundred dollars worth of stuff. You think he would have? Uh, <laughs> I mean, committing that that kind of felony. So, Mister uh, Johnson here is uh probably gonna not see daylight for a very very long time. Next up, 
I don't know if y'all remember the uh, story uh, last week or so. We talked about uh, the guy, this guy in Denham Springs that uh, took some woman. This woman told, said that you know she was walking. This guy grabbed her, drug her off in the woods to a mattress and raped her. I don't know if y'all remember that story or not, but this is like an update on that one. He has been uh, caught. This is him, the alleged rapist. Nice looking fellow, huh? He said this. I don't get the whole that thing right between his eyes right there. I mean, he looks dirty though. Like I don't know, maybe he's homeless or something like that. Or, but he just he just looks dirty. But this is him. Uh, the officials on uh, Denham Springs Police Department got him. They arrested him. Uh, not too long ago, according to the Denham Springs Police Department, they got the call on the ninth that the woman was kidnapped drug off into the woods and raped this guy she identified him is Devin Brazil and uh he's the one that walked her into the wooded area by Gray's Creek and Pete's Highway had the mattress on the ground they were able to collect DNA samples from the scene and uh he was arrested uh yesterday on the 26th so i'm taking a dna got him he had been in jail he had been arrested before in washita parish east baton rouge parish and livingston parish it says he's been uh arrested uh his most recent arrest was for drugs he also has a a conviction for simple robbery back in 2010 so this uh fellow right here he likes the uh he likes the crime now he's uh went up to rape so let's hope this piece of shit dirtbag right here don't get out anytime soon. At all. Take him down. Fuck him. Next one we uh don't have a picture of. We'll be alright. It's kinda of weird when I'm talking, you know. I can't get no responses back because the chat's not working. Which is aggravating the hell out of me. Just letting y'all know. It's very, very aggravating. I'm going to try to try something. If it knocks it out, we might have to redo it. I don't know if that paused jaw or not. I don't know if it helped or not, but I tried. The only other way for me would be to shut it down and start it back over. Oh, well, we're just going to go with it. Do the best we can. Just no comment. See who we have next up. Because, you know, we got some crime in Louisiana. Oh, this one was uh, in New Orleans. We got, uh, we had two people killed. And four injured in New Orleans. And then, uh, it was a shooting. Didn't hear that on national news, did you? Sounds like a mass shooting to me. I mean, maybe not enough people got killed. I don't know. But you're looking at f- four were hurt and two killed. I mean, that's six people. It said two people died and four were injured in a shooting in the lower ninth ward in uh, New Orleans. 
early Monday morning. Uh, it's the lower ninth ward. If you think about New Orleans, uh, it's not like the lower ninth ward is a, a great area that you want to be in. It's it's a it's shitville. Happened around 12.40 a.m. in the morning. They had uh, the two victims that died. One was a 19-year-old male, and another one is a 19-year-old female. They were both pronounced dead at the scene. They also said they had a 17-year-old and three 18-year-olds were involved in the shooting. The four victims injured were brought to the local hospital. They said crime staffers are here today to let you know that this is a mass shooting. And it will not go unnoticed," said Crime Stoppers. I don't know. Did you see it on? Did you see it on national news? I didn't see it on national news, so I'm taking that it went pretty much unnoticed. They have a whole five thousand dollar cash reward for any uh, information leading to the arrest of the perpetrator or perpetrators of this crime. This shooting happened at a house party. And they were looking for anybody who has any videos or anything else like that about it. So uh, I, I doubt it. Anybody's going to come through with it. Usually they don't. We'll see. But, uh, of course, here we go with, you know, mass shooting in New Orleans. I guess that's why. <laughs> considered deadlier than uh, Chicago and stuff like that. Go figure, right? This next story comes from uh, an ex-inmate. Not a current inmate, but an ex-inmate. I'm sure he's reformed also, right? Uh, this ex-inmate is claiming that he was brutally built and beat up by a prison by a prison gang, but it was invo- avoidable. And uh, now he is suing the sheriff's office and stuff like that. Uh, well, take a story of my personal opinion is, uh, don't break the law. Don't go to jail. Don't get beat up by a gang. His former inmate happens happened in Tangibaho Parish. He filed a federal lawsuit this past week against Sheriff Daniel Edwards, the warden, and 14 other deputies, saying they were responsible for his traumatic brain injury that was caused by another inmate because they ignored his pleas for help. The lawsuit says that Raymond Knight, 32, was standing at a kiosk at the Tangipo Parish Jail, sending a message to his wife on December 27th of 2021. You notice he waited an entire year before he filed this because you only have a year after something happens to do it. So they waited right up till the deadline to do it. He said that's when another inmate came up from behind him and it punched him in the head. It knocked him to the floor. He laid there unconscious for minutes before guards came to help. Usually they got to come through gates and everything else. I mean, it's not lickety split. They're not standing there. If they were standing there watching it, the guy probably wouldn't have punched you in the head, right? So he had been moved into that tier only one hour before this happened, Lawsuit He said, having begged the guards for days to move him from his previous tier out of fear for his life for disobeying a prison gang's order. So they had just moved him, which he had requested, it sounds like. Because he had just got moved into this separate tier. So, I mean, it sounds like to me that, I mean, they, you know, scared, so they moved you. He claims that uh, then he was placed under maximum lockdown instead of receiving medical attention until he could no longer stand and began begin, begin vomiting. 
He says he was later taken to a local hospital where he learned his jaw had been severely broken and his brain had been bleeding. He suffered significant problems since the attack, including severe migraines, his lawyer claims. I'm sure his lawyer's claiming all kind of stuff. Oh, starting to get some comments back up. Good deal. Chad Jenkins is here. What's up, Chad? And uh, Joe, Joe's here, too. Just poor sweetheart. I know, right? I mean, it's just, it, it's horrible. You know, this is something I did not know. Oh, Knight was uh, transferred to the Tangible Hope Harris Jail in October of 2021 from Harris County, Texas, for violating his parole. He was previously he had previously served time for possession of heroin. He was a good guy. He just liked to sell little drugs. The, I did not know this right here. I didn't realize it was that big. The Tangible Parish Jail houses 504 inmates, including both pre-trial detainees and convicts serving state sentences. I didn't know they. Had, I, I didn't know they could hold 500 some people. That, that's a that's a new one on me right there. It says the inmates are classified as medium security and placed into tiers of about 25 inmates each, depending on where there's bed space. Rather than using a classification program to separate non-violent inmates from violent inmates, well, I mean, that's like, I mean, how do you know they're violent? Maybe they are violent, but they identify as a non-violent inmate. Then what you gonna do, right? Hello, Melissa. I mean, so if he's a violent inmate, but he identifies as non-violent inmate, and you, I mean, you see how it's going? Because they have they put men in women's prison because they identify as a woman. So to, to make sense to me, it, just, it it does. I mean, anyway, I mean they're trying to do the story. I mean, personally, I, I don't feel sorry for this dude. I've worked in prisons before because it's, it's a long ass story. I didn't realize it was that long. Uh, I've worked in prisons before, and uh, you have inmates all the time come up saying, oh, uh, you know, I need to go move, but they'll make, sometimes they'll make up excuses because they want to go stay over here with their buddy. So, uh, just, but you hear it all the time. But they, they moved the guy. They, I mean, I don't know what they're crying about. He's saying that he was on one tier. He wanted to be moved. They moved him to another tier, and he got his ass, he got punched, and guys, he got his ass whipped. But it's always somebody else's fault. Melissa says she is still under restriction for twenty five more days. That's why she is on YouTube, and Holster is driving. He did tell me y'all had to go. I didn't realize y'all had to drive all the way to Tampa to get uh for in uh, a AT and T store. Crazy. Now, this next one is a crazy story because I actually had met this guy before. Uh, it, it, it's very, very, it's this guy right here. See him right here? Yep, right there. And he's right there. Looks like a flight doctor, don't it? Apple store. Okay, Apple store. All right. uh, looks like a, it's a crazy story. I, I've met this dude before. Anyway, he he's he's looking for a job. Well, we hope so. Just don't push yourself there, Chad. Anyway, this guy is looking for a job now. This man right here. He got fired. You're fired, kinda like Donald Trump says. He was a paramedic. He worked for Katie and Ambulance for seven years. 
And he, uh, reason he got fired, <laughs> this is fucking crazy, because he was uh, fraudulently asserting himself to be a doctor for the last four years. So he was working like as a doctor for the past four years, and he's not a doctor. He's a, I mean, he's a paramedic. Uh, he has since voluntarily surrendered his paramedic license to the Louisiana Department of Health. It says, we have a guy who is illegally prescribing prescriptions. We have a serious imposter here who's gotten away with it for four years, said a source. Now, does Acadian not, you know, don't you have to, you know, when when I go to be a cop, you go somewhere, they want all your certificates proving that you have, you know, passed all your stuff you spoke about. Did he just fake it? I mean, or what? They didn't check into it? I mean, just say, hey, I'm a doctor. And they're like, good deal. We want to hire you. I mean, just. <laughs> uh, I'm going to butcher his name, but I don't fucking care. Uh, his name is Samrat Mukahereje. That's as close of, uh, as I can get it. Just deal with it. Anyway, he had been employed with the paramedic with the Katie Ambulance. His appointment with the company began in May of 2015 until he was fired December 9th, this past month. It all came to light a few weeks ago when the Katie Ambulance employees were discussing his status as a doctor. As soon as officials learned that he was, that he was not actually a doctor, he was fired immediately. He also acted as their, their Acadian's, uh, their helicopter physician uh multiple credible sources tell unfiltered karen that uh he used a fellow doctor's national prescription identifier his mpi number as his own that's the number they use to call in prescriptions instead of writing it out on a pad that's how he allegedly was able to call in prescriptions under his fellow doctor's name how's it a fellow doctor if he's not a doctor no, I'm not I'm not doing that, Chad. <laughs> he pretended to be a resident with the same doctor, being his attending physician physician during his residency. In a conversation in twenty eighteen, the former paramedic told uh Karen Chala he was a recent graduate of medical school and was a doctor. In fact, sources say that he went as far as foregoing his own match he, uh, he forged his own match letter whatever a match letter is. After completing medical school, students are matched with, oh, may matched with a hospital for residency, blah, blah, blah. He never graduated college. He did not have, he did have his paramedics license, but he was not a physician as he had allegedly been claiming for the last four years. He introduced himself as Dr. Sam, as he was known to, uh, as a to Kadian, as Dr. Samurite, Mukareche. <laughs> I can't say that fucking name. It's M U K H E R J E E. Mukareche. I don't know. Fuck it. He had forged his medical degrees hanging up in his room. He had an elaborate scheme, his deception to a whole new level. Anyone can check their doctor's license to verify their doctor is real. <laughs> Well, they checked him and it come back uh, no record found, meaning he is not a doctor. Uh, they reached out to Acadian for comment and uh, they said uh, they wrote a little letter, you know, 
sorry, we fucked up. So he was pretending to be a resident physician at Our Lady of the Lake Hospital. That's why they gave him the respect by giving him the title of flight physician. He has been seen going in and out of the hospital. He has a white coat and scrubs with his name, an MD medical doctor embroidered on it, pretending to be a physician at the hospital. He had an ID badge and even ID access to hospital floors. <laughs> so he, he fooled the hospital too. Uh, the shit unfiltered with Karen also, Karen also reached out to the hospital for comment and uh, they said he'd never been an employee there. And uh, of course they are, they look, uh, the police are looking into it, see if he was treating anybody at the hospital. It's unclear how he was able to pass a physician as a physician with the ambulance. They forwarded uh, the investigative agency for any further questioning. My thing is, is you think it, it's long. It's like <laughs> this dude was like, like taking care of people and giving them medicine and shit, like treating them as a doctor. I mean, paramedics can do all kind of stuff, yeah. But I mean, wow, it's just they just like, I mean, they didn't check into it. It, it <laughs> yeah, that this this guy is crazy. Catch up on the comments. JoJo says, "Yep, all is well. Hope you are feeling stronger." Melissa says, "Apple had to keep her phone due to software issues and back charging." Chad says, yes, definitely a lot better. JJ wants to know, how does this all happen? I'd like, I'd like to know that, too, because, I mean, <laughs> Chad wanted me to pronounce I did pronounce the name again and butchered it. JoJo peed in her pants laughing at me trying to pr- pronounce the name. She says an elaborate con. Yeah, yeah, Melissa says, wow. Need to I mean, you I, I saw that I've seen this dude out in the field. And he did introduce himself as Dr. Sam and everything. I mean, but you think, I mean, this is not my job to check, the, but how many people, I mean, is this some people that maybe he could have saved, that could have been saved that he wasn't able to or something like that? Yeah, th- this is absolutely crazy, this story right here. If I was doing hot nuts tonight, that would be my hot nut right there. Because this dude got away with that shit for four years. Four years. He took playing doctor to a whole new level. That guy took playing doctor right there to a whole new level. This next guy right here, this pretty fella right there, he's gorgeous. Uh He's in jail, of course, because we see stripes, right? Anyway, this man, uh, sh- this man, uh, in St. Francisville, which is a nice area, plantation homes and stuff. It says, uh, a man was shot after a fight broke out after his father's funeral in rural West Feliciana Parish on Monday. So they went to the funeral and then they got in a gunfight. The West Feliciana Parish Sheriff's Office said they responded to a shooting at a home on LA 996 on Monday. They said they found 51-year-old Michael Lancaster of Spanish Ford, Alabama, with multiple gunshot wounds to the head 
and upper body. Uh, deputies discovered Lancaster was shot by his 66-year-old James Blake of Kalsloff, Alaska, after the two got into an argument at Lancaster's father's funeral. The dispute reportedly continued at the family gathering at the house later the same day. They said the men started fighting outside the home when Blake pulled out a handgun and shot Lancaster. Lancaster was taken to the hospital and is expected to be the okay. According now he got shot in the head and an upper body. Well, what was he shooting him fucking with? That he got shot in the head and all this. I mean, was he shooting him with a BB gun? So he was treated for injuries. Uh, this guy here. Uh, Blake was treated for injuries he got in the fight before he was booked into the detention center for attempted second-degree murder. His bond is set at $175,000. The connection between the two men is uh, not immediately known. So he shot this dude like four or five times. He shot him in the head and all that part. And the dude, like, not even in critical condition. I mean, it, I mean what the fuck? I want to know what weapon was used. Looks like he was getting probably getting his ass whooped. He's, what, 60-something years old? Yeah. He's 66. The 51-year-old was whooping his ass, and he's like, fuck that. Pulled out a gun and shot him. He might. He he, he might have a defense on that part of it because of his uh, age and stuff like that. So I'd say he's probably going to get knocked down to something less than second-degree murder. And uh, watch because of his age, because it's because of 66. That's what I'm saying. To just say, I can't even put money on my account without showing three different credentials. I know. And this guy was like playing a whole doctor. He was being a whole doctor. And uh, not this guy, another guy, if y'all are just tuning in. Let's <clears throat> get the next one. Since we got uh, people shooting at each other at the gathering. After the funeral. Going to the drugs. 30-year-old. This happened in St. John the Baptist Parish. Uh, where they arrested a man after he failed to stop for a traffic stop. And he started throwing drugs out of a stolen vehicle. During a high-speed chase. He thought he was in the parade. Just throwing drugs out the car. Anyway, they found uh, some marijuana, some MDMA, some Adderall, some oxycodone, some cocaine, and a digital scale. He had like a little buffet going on. He was like uh, an all-around dealer. So, <laughs> This happened on December 20th. 30-year-old Victor Wooten of Pasadena, Harris County, Texas was apprehended during a during the chase of a stolen vehicle and he was throwing he was throwing drugs out they tried to stop him after receiving information about the stolen car around Laplace identified Wooten failed to stop and he kept driving at a high rate of speed and recklessly threw red lights he eventually entered a Home Depot parking lot because he needed some glue. I mean, why would you just pull into a parking lot if you're running from the cops? I mean, I don't, I don't get it. Anyway, they noticed uh, things being thrown out of the vehicle's passenger windows as the driver fled. 
He left the parking lot, sped down US 51. And afterward, he pulled over in the parking lot at the gas station because he was running out on gas. He exited the vehicle, and the police captured him. They returned to the parking lot shortly afterwards, shooing all the other people away and picked the drugs up. There were several high people in the parking lot. No, it didn't say that either. But anyway, they got him. Uh, just, just fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that when it's raining meth. Oh, yeah, it's like, yeah, I was just, I was shopping at Home Depot, get me, you know, some nails and stuff, and this bag of Adderall just slapped me in the head. I don't know what happened. Praise Jesus. This next guy, make sure I'm on the right picture. This guy right here. This fella right right here. He's a looks scared to death, don't he? Anyway, it's in Ponchatoula, which is a very small community. Not a big community. Anyway, he was uh wanted for a capital murder in Houston, Texas. And he got arrested in Tangipo Parish in Ponchatoula, which is like a one horse town basically. Uh, it's very pretty. It's a very pretty little town, but it's not big. Anyway, this guy here is 18 years old, Bradley Alex McKay. He goes by the nickname of Bam. He is from Pontchartula, and he is suspected of shooting. In uh, he's uh, suspected of shooting and killing two men outside of a convenience store in Houston last month. Uh. Excuse me. My BAM is texting me. Uh, the victims were 29 and 19 years old, and they were shot at close range. Uh, so I'm sure it's, they say he believe it's drug-related. So he was in Texas. He was probably making, picking up drugs or something like that. And uh, no, he didn't punch it. He punched a tulip. No. <clears throat> Ponchatoula is the name of the town. He didn't punch a tulip, Melissa. Anyway, he is now in jail, and uh, it's a good chance uh, he ain't going to be out anytime soon, uh, especially in Texas. Don't play pretty much with some crap like that either. So, we get on to the next story. See where we at. Yeah, but I don't think you want to punch a tulip, though. That, that wouldn't be much fun. Oh, this one here. This one's kind of messed up. These two ladies right here. As far as I know, they're still wanted. These two right here. And weren't they? Uh, they were shoplifting. They was in a. Uh, they stole. They were stealing stuff from a beauty supply shop. And uh, it was called the Diva Beauty Supply. On Airline Highway. The business is owned by uh, a family. It's a family-owned business. And they were stealing, and the 19-year-old son ran out after them. Because uh, from what I understand, I don't know, but uh, I know hair or extensions, weaves, whatever is expensive for the good stuff. He ran out, and I think they took off, and he, like, 
jumped on the hood or the trunk of the car or something like that and uh they continued down the road and like slung him off of the car he hit his head and now he is in a coma and uh I hope to, uh, they better hope to God that he survives and makes it through. Because if not, uh, they're going to get uh, some murder charges put on him. I don't know if they've caught him yet, but uh, that's a hell of a charge to catch for uh, for some hair, right? You got a 19-year-old in, in a coma over that stuff. So don't, don't do that. <laughs> Jojo says, it looks like they need they needed more beauty supplies. Them, them two bitches right there. This next one, we got a woman that was found guilty. Well, play a video. We're moving on. Verdict for a woman on trial right for poisoning her boyfriend. Good evening. Tonight, Michelle Hale is awaiting sentencing after being convicted on charges of second-degree murder for killing Damien Skipper in 2015. News 2's Callista Matrician joins us from the newsroom with more on the judge's decision. It took seven days to reach a conclusion this family has waited on for seven years. In a matter of minutes, Judge Raymond Bigelow found Michelle Hale guilty of poisoning and killing her former boyfriend, Damien Skipper. It comes after two weeks of intense questioning and testimony at the courthouse in Baton Rouge. Defense arguing that there wasn't enough to convict Hale of murder. The judge found the evidence presented by the state, phone records, computer searches, and orders of barium delivered to her house was enough to convict her. Family members of Skipper say this has been a long day coming. And we never had a doubt in our mind that something happened to Damien. It wasn't, it wasn't a heart attack. It, from day one, we, we knew something happened. Michelle Hale will be sentenced this Tuesday on charges of second-degree murder that carries a life sentence. In the newsroom, Callista Matrician, WBRZ News 2. Yeah, second-degree murder in Louisiana. It's a mandatory life sentence. So I don't know why they're saying no, she, why they wait to sentence someone because she can only get one sentence, and that is life. So I don't know why they do that. Makes no sense to me at all. Moving right along. Got that. Nope, we already did that one. We got some. Oh, I no picture for the next one. We have some teenagers shooting at each other. Go figure. Like, that never happens. Never, never, never happens. Where two teenage boys got arrested in connection with uh, shootings in Laplace this month in December. Two teenage, two, two teenage boys got arrested. One was charged with illegal use of weapons and aggravated criminal damage to property, and he was released back to his parents, while the other was charged with accessory after the fact to illegal use of weapons. Necessary after the effect of aggravated criminal damage of property. He was detained at the Sherman Walker Correctional Center. I guess he's like, probably must be 18. The St. John Baptist Sheriff's Office uh, stated on December 16th, the two teenage males from Laplace were arrested in connection with the shooting in Laplace on December 15th. 
15-year-old boy was arrested on December 13th, and a 16-year-old boy was arrested. I wonder why they put one. They put the guy with the accessory after the fact and housed him. But they they let the one that actually did this shit go home to mommy and daddy. Uh, The cops responded to uh, sounds of gunfire. They discovered witness that teenagers were involved in a shooting in the backyard. No injuries. Uh, like they hit a house or something like that. A uh, 16-year-old fired the gun. A 15-year-old assisted in the act to tamper with the evidence. Like I said, they but they kept one in jail. I mean, I, I don't understand why they they let the the one that was the accessory locked him up, but the one actually did it, he had to go home. That makes no sense. But whatever does. He's in Baton Rouge. Moving on to the next story. Officials are investigating a shooting that happened on the interstate. I-110 early Friday morning. I left one person dead. They said the uh, Baton Rouge Police Department said the shooting happened around 3.35 a.m. Friday morning. Uh, they found Leonard Moore, 44, dead with several gunshot wounds that he received. said he was driving on I-110 North when he was shot multiple times by a passing vehicle. Uh, that's They have no motive and no suspects. It's kind of fucked up that you can't even drive down the interstate. Uh, let's just hope something like that is uh was targeted and not just random because that can get uh kind of crazy if you're thinking that's some, just some random shit. People just driving down the interstate shooting at people. His next one's up in Monroe, Louisiana, which is way up north. Uh, it's happened right before Christmas break on December the sixteenth. The Police were dispatched to an elementary school in reference to a man disturbing a school drop-off line. The suspect was described as a barefoot black male wearing shorts and a tank top. The suspect was later identified as 38-year-old David Ford III. According to the school's principal, Ford was attempting to talk to parents in the drop-off line while pulling on car handles. Numerous parents attempted to avoid Ford by driving to the back of the car line. Eventually, Ford fled the scene and was reportedly seen walking to residents on Dayton Avenue. They arrived at the residence where they made contact with the suspect. Ford was naked when he answered the doors. <laughs> he just got home, just, damn, these clothes bother me. I got to get naked. Well, why do crazy people always have to get naked? I don't understand. Why Why crazy people want to be naked? Anyway, he answered the door naked. And the cops went, whoa, put that thing away. And then he refused to exit the house. Well, I guess he did refuse because he was naked. He didn't want anybody looking at his Johnson. They entered the home and informed Ford of his violation and that he was being arrested. Anyway, he's and Ford's like, eh, not today. I don't, I don't want to go to jail today. So he refused the arrest 
and he retreated into the residence despite being asked for his hands for handcuffing. Sir, we didn't really need your hands for handcuffing you. And he's like, nah, not doing that today either. I don't know how they wrote this like he was just everything was like, sir, can you please do this? And he was like, no, sir, I'm not going to do that. I mean, like he was all, I'm sure that's not how it went. Due to Ford's resistance and striking an officer several times in the chest, I hope he struck him with his fist and he wasn't like hitting him in the chest with his dick or something like that because that'd be a whole different level of, you know, yeah. Just I, I, I hope he, I'd much rather be punched. Tasers were deployed in order to control the suspect. During officer's attempt to arrest Ford, who was 47-year-old, oh, 47-year-old Maud Allen, who was inside the house, began interfering with the arrest of Ford by holding onto the suspect. They see I'm getting a whole other picture here. It's like she's interfering, it's like, and he's naked. So it's like I can see they tased him, and she's like, oh, no, you ain't taking my man. And she got, and she done grabbed a hold to his dick, and she's yanking back on him while the cops are yanking. I'm sure that's not how it happened, but that's how this whole mental picture is going on in my head for this shit right here. <laughs> they commanded Alan several times to release Ford, but she refused. She said, oh, motherfucker, this is my man. After officers struggled to gain control of both of the suspects, they were eventually able to place both Ford and Allen under arrest. Ford and Allen were taken into custody and transferred to the Washita Parish Correctional Center. Maud Allen, that's a fuck, that's a name right there, right? Maud. Uh, she got charged with resisting an officer, interfering with the law officer, and interfering with the investigation. And for cock blocking, no, I'm just joking, they didn't say that. David Ford III received the following charges. Battery of an officer. Dick slap, no, he didn't. <laughs> Resisting an officer with force of violence. Unlawful distribution of, disruption of operations of schools. Allen's bond was set at 5000 and David's bond was set at twenty two five. It's 22500 And that's in his story. I mean, that's just... That's just fucked up. <laughs> I mean, you can't make that shit up right there. You, you just can't do it. Now, I don't know if y'all remember this lady. Right? Well, I didn't put her picture up. Anyway, we had, they had a judge. Uh, this happened about a year ago or so. I'm taking, I think it was about a year ago. I don't know if y'all remember. They had a judge back up in Lafayette. Think somebody broke into their car or something like that. Anything, something happened at her house. Cops came over. They had it on video, and she decided to use uh, one of them words that you're not allowed to say. Okay, and it was on body cam. It got released. She has uh, been relieved of her judgeship, and uh, now she is. Uh, she's trying to keep her uh, law license. I'm going to play the video of what got her into trouble, and then we'll say what she's what she's trying to do if you're offended by words don't listen to it because the the uh that n-word is used in this video so uh th this is what got her in verdict a hot for a mess. on trial for poisoning no. her boyfriend pull it up good evening Here tonight michelle hale police body cam footage helped tell the story That's not tonight, it. police saying a man shot himself in the head during an encounter with the gonzalez police i must have skipped around on stories i did 
with. All right. Number three. Video three. Here we go. Bob goes, why are the lights here? When I pull up in the window. No, this is the the cop. This is off the cop's body cam, I believe, or something. This is the judge lady right up here. That's her. Uh, who's long, no longer a judge. And uh, this is the video they're showing the cop. And the commentary is what got her in hot water. I'm talking, it made national news. So. Why are the lights when, when I pull up in the whip, they be saying, God damn. Why are your lights on? They're like, pull up, pull up. And mom's yelling, nigger, nigger. Oh, Ken, we have a nigger. It's a nigger. Look, I oh, oh, that's me. No, that's I me. I came from the backside. And look, he trips over the line. <laughs> he trips twice. <laughs> he trips twice. <laughs> I was the only one running. That's me. Ken, Kenny was standing. Yeah. I'm the one that took him down. Kenny's just standing there. Uh -huh. He lied. That was his wallet. Yeah. That's my phone where it fell out. The dude had a phone on him. You should have taken his phone and stolen from him, that fucking asshole. And now I'm going to have a gun. It's important. Very important. As me and Austin maintain control of the situation. The great thing is, is we've got video. We've got fuck. Look, they're with the car. Wait, look. There's a couple. Anyway, now you can hear why she got in trouble. Anyway, she's a former Lafayette City judge. Michelle Obnett, however you say her last name, she admitted to using a racial slur. Uh, it was kind of obvious. We all heard her say it. This was last December, so it was just right at a year ago. Anyway, she's in a process now. She's trying to convince them not to pull her law license. Anyway, she was heard on video saying the N-word, took full responsibility the action sorry for the pain i caused my community blah 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 stuff like that she resigned december 31st 2021 she resigned her judgeship the first step in a three-part trial was held tuesday at lafayette district court the office of disciplinary council said her behavior compromised the integrity of the court she appeared for the proceeding along with her attorneys and her family had mostly vanished from the public eye she, uh, her attorney argued on day one that his client should be allowed to keep her law license given that the incident happened inside of her home. What we are here for is to ask whether people with occupational license, lawyers, dentists, plumbers, electricians, have their occupational license placed in peril by something that they might do in their own homes. Hearings resume on Wednesday. Uh, we got another city court judge. Uh, that they had, yeah, they, had, uh, they appointed a, a black female to replace her. Uh, so, anyway, she's trying to keep her law license now. While I do not agree with the language the lady was using, of course, uh, it is uh, judge says take her license. My my issue is okay. She is inside of her home. Uh, we do have freedom of speech still in the United States from, well, some of it, not all of it. Why I disagree with what she was saying and hollering, uh, that don't negate the fact that, I mean, she's not a judge anymore, so she's not, you know, she's not judging people. And if she is a racist or whatever, or 
just made a stupid mistake. I'm not going to make that call. What I'm going to say is, uh, why take her license? I mean, I'm pretty sure if I was a black person and I needed a lawyer, I'm not going to go to her to do my legal defense or anything like that. And, uh, so I don't, I don't think that should have any bearing on her law license. Cause we still have, you know, she has a right to think and say what she wants to. So, I mean, she was in her home. She wasn't doing it in the commission of her job or anything like that. And if her being a lawyer, she's not judging people. She's either going to sue people or divorce them or, or defend them or whatever. But uh, she's not going to be, you know. So, I say let her keep it. Like I said, I mean, what kind of business is she going to have? I mean, a lot of people aren't going to use her anyway. So, but we'll see if when I if I hear about what you know what that comes about, I will uh, I'll update it because I'm kind of curious to see where it goes. Uh, like I said, guess more people here. Young type in and say what y'all think. Yeah, your nay. Keep it or lose it. I say let her keep it. JoJo says let her. She wants to lose it. So we one in one right now. This next one. Got this lady here. Now, this picture here, I'm just going to tell you, it's not an actual picture of the child. It was an artist rendering of the child. Did I not not put that story up? I not have. Anyway, this woman here is finally charged from 2018. She killed, I think she killed her baby or something at birth. This baby, this is a rendering of it. Uh, I think she's found skeletal remains, but she is finally charged for murdering her own child because she's a piece of shit dirtbag and she'd never be able to have children the rest of her life at all. Update on the uh, inmate. The inmate uh, that the, the they had a sh- the shooting that we talked about uh, a couple weeks ago about an inmate that got shot at the courthouse. They uh, the deputy uh, the gun was being taken from the deputy, and that's when they uh. We we thought they had the shooting at the courthouse. The inmate took the gun from the deputy and shot themselves in the head. So it was not a uh, the cop did not shoot the guy. The guy shot himself. Uh, guess he didn't like what he got told in court. <laughs> she agrees with me on that one about the woman never being able to have children again. Now this piece of shit dirtbag we got right here. Uh, not him, that's little baby. This dude with the man bun. This piece of shit right here. Man bun, dude. He has been arrested. He's a Zachary guy. He got arrested for child porn after Snapchat reported him. So at least they did something right for once. Investigators uncovered disturbing imagery and pictures on a man's uh, cloud storage after Snapchat reported him for sharing child pornography online. 
East Baton Rouge Sheriff's Office. This guy, he's 24 years old. He, he looks, why do these criminals always look older than what they are? Owen Randall, he shared several videos showing children being sexually assaulted. Snapchat submitted a cyber tip about the videos, which were shared on multiple occasions. Deputies obtained a warrant for his social media account and his Apple iCloud account. While searching, they found a dozen videos of kids' kiddie porn and other videos. They showed an unconscious woman being raped. They also found pictures showing Randall with two automatic handguns and other photos showing what appeared to be marijuana plants inside of his home. Anyway, he has been he's in jail and his bond is uh one point five million dollars. So I don't think this piece of shit is going anywhere anytime soon. And as I always say, hopefully karma comes and gets him with a fifteen inch spike dildo fucks him in the ass till his colon falls out. Right here. Cause he's a piece of shit with his little man bun fucking stupid looking shit up there. Say so fuck that dude. I fuck that dude big time. We have uh ain't we gonna talk about anything stupid. This last video we're gonna talk about here, uh can't believe I did that many stories that fast. God, I'm getting better at this shit. <laughs> Pat myself on the back right now. Good job. This last one, uh, Bam actually brought to my attention earlier today. Uh, I understand where they're coming from. Uh, I guess I don't know why these people didn't call the cops or anything like that. Well, well this uh, I think this woman says been fired. Uh, anyway, she uh, she is uh, on video throwing water on a homeless person at a convenience store. The problem with this is, I, if it was summertime, I mean, who gives a fuck? But the problem with this is, is we've been, you know, below freezing this whole week. And uh, I guess this is possibly kill somebody. Mom goes, why are the lights when, here? When I pull up in the whip, they be saying, God damn. Why are your lights on? They're like, pull up, pull up. Right here. So, now, what I want to say about this one right here, I don't know if y'all know about the Alton Sterling shooting. It was a big deal out here. It caused, you know, we had riots and protesting street this is at that store where this Alton Sterling shooting took place because the other reason you see you can still see the freaking mural painted on the wall uh, and I want to also want you to look I mean I mean this is a this is a bad area and it, it I would stop at this store if I fucking had I was about to shit I'd, I'd rather shit in my own pants than even stop at this store and it's just but anyway, she's gonna get fired. Let's watch it. So you get out the parking lot. She don't want to leave either. Move. Go. Go. I see the trash everywhere. Look at it. I mean, look. I mean, it's not the greatest video I know, but look at all of it right here. I mean, it's just. Would you want to stop there? I'm not gonna stop there. My thing is why 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 didn't she call the cops to have the homeless people removed? The cops not responding to move the homeless people? I don't know. I'm just saying, you know, but it's I mean, you throw water on somebody and it's, you know, thirty something degrees below freezing, you could cause them to die. If it was warmer, fuck 'em. They probably needed a bath anyway. Go. I'm not telling y'all again. Move it, please. 
that that right there, see right there, that's that fucking uh mural thing right there. When I saw it, I knew exactly where it was at. That fucking mural right there. Move it! Clean the shit the fuck out! I'm doing it now! I know she called it. He called it. What the fuck? I'm sick of this shit! Get it up. Y'all got my whole fucking store looking like a... Man, she decorated all the balls and shit last night. All that shit hanging from the balls and shit, man. It look bad. It, it really do. Then y'all always be hiding about this is spot where Alvin Sterling died at. Y'all don't respect. <laughs> anyway, I think that lady has been fired. Uh, I mean, start calling the cops. Get them removed first is all I can say. My opinion on that one. Anyway, that's all the stories I'm going to give y'all tonight. That was like 20 of them. Pretty good doing that in uh, exactly one hour. Pat myself on the back. Like I said, I uh, hope everybody had a good Christmas. We all having a, like I said, the box is supposed to be here and uh, free bird may make it, hopefully, and uh, everything else. Duke the dog is here. He's looking at me all crazy, too. What you doing, buddy? He's been living inside the whole time. Oh, come here. Come here. There he is. Say hello. There you All right. So, y'all remember to go like, subscribe. Like I said, if y'all want some more stuff, more, I'm always putting stuff out on Patreon. You can join. You don't have to join. You know, anybody write a review. Also, like I said, let me pull it back up. This shirt right here. I know it's not the fanciest shirt. Uh, but all the, pro this one costs a little bit more. I think I got this one at $30. What's up, Roy? I'm about to leave out. You're a little bit late. Uh, this shirt right here, I got it for 30 and uh, because all the money is going to William Darby's. Uh, all the money is going towards him to help with their fund. And uh, I'm, I'm thinking about when to go listen. To, it was the last episode I just put out. That is his wife, who is also a police officer. She's a deputy. She's a sergeant. And uh, I've watched the... Body cam footage several times, and uh, the the I got a link to the body cam footage in the description. You can go down to the description on there and click on it, and it'll bring you. You can watch it. it's like twenty minutes long, but you can watch the body cam. Come and put your own opinion on it. It's up to you. My opinion on it was a good shoot. It's a clean shoot. The man probably saved the mother cops' lives. So, uh, good episode. Y'all go listen to it. If not, uh, come back tomorrow night to our regular. A regular episode, which everybody will be here, and uh, go buy a shirt so I can donate some money, help them out. <laughs> so, y'all be safe. Watch your back. Watch your partners back. And remember, we ain't. I'm not. We ain't no sheepdogs no more. So we're gonna be the lion. See y'all tomorrow. Cause I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, I'ma do shit my way So you can go kick rocks I'ma stack bricks up, build what I want to make Yo, I got a lot of shit to say So I'ma do this every day I'll be right